Welcome everyone to the Holstein House podcast. I'm the West Virginia woman, Robin of RobinHolstein.com and Holstein House, where my guests get a great night's sleep at a fair rate plus breakfast. This is a podcast that looks at society and culture issues affecting families in West Virginia and the United States, from food preparation and storage, gardening, home repairs, current events, and more. We'll go around the table and back in 60 minutes or less. So let's hang out and talk a while. I had to wait till the uh, cuckoo quit cuckooing. <laughs> I got the clock started back up. I, it's been on time. Well, it's been keeping time for three or four days now. So I think she's dialed back in. I swear I believe, and I, we go through this all the time. I know you're tired of hearing of it. I swear I believe that my cuckoo clock is affected by the humidity. Because it just seems like with temperature changes and humidity changes that it doesn't keep time the same. And in my mind, it's because the pendulum, which is wood, is absorbing humidity and losing humidity. So let me turn this off. Good morning, prepared mind. How are you? Glad to see you there. This is a live and unscripted, so I will ramble a little more than normal. Feel free to chime in. Feel free to ask things. <clears throat> I did kind of make a list, which is means it's kind of not unscripted, right? <laughs> but I was sitting here watching the clock fussing at the, the dogs. Betty is acting up again this morning. She takes spells of um, being very anxious. I need to walk her more. But she'll get anxious. A truck will go by or something and it'll spook her and she'll, you know, pace around whine and moan and carry on. And I've had to even at times, I have a ring doorbell and sometimes I'll have to mute those chimes because she, she and Bob both, both of the dogs understand that when that chime goes, Something happens at the front door, either a car or truck goes by or there's somebody out there because through the summer and, you know, the warmer months, I have the the, the heavy door uh, open and I just have this the storm door, you know, so we can see outside and <clears throat> they figured that out. They're they're not dumb, even if they are aggravating. So it is Friday, the 27th of January, 2020. Three, and um, this is a live and unscripted. Got that, uh, got that nice uh, allergy thing going on again here. Complicated by what I think is a version of keto flu. Now I'm not a hundred percent keto, but I have taken uh, a, a a sharp cut in the amount of uh, carbohydrates that I've consumed in the last couple of days. And I've just been really feeling bad this morning. So um, when you, when you do that, then it kind of sounds counterintuitive, but your, your body kind of revolts as it's 
getting rid of some of the toxins and stuff like that. And so I've read and so I've experienced a little bit. I've done this before. I've cut my carbs way back and and felt bad for a few days. And, you know, for whatever reason, we end up going back to the carbs and it's um, it's a lifelong struggle, I can tell you. All right, let's see. So today, oh, for those of you who've been uh, been with me for a little while and been um, participating in the podcasts and the videos and stuff from time to time, you you probably in the last few weeks heard me talk about my notary stamp missing. Uh, it was uh, ordered through National Notary. It was shipped by their provider or their uh, the company that makes it for them. And the empty box was returned to the company because at some point the box came open, was opened. I don't know. The notary stamp was missing, stolen or lost. Who knows? But uh, it had to be remade. And I've been fussing about it for weeks now. And it finally came Tuesday afternoon. Uh, it was actually shipped by the U.S through the U.S. Postal Service, which is not what I had paid for. I had paid to have it shipped expedited United Parcel Service ground so that I would have had it sooner. They didn't do that. So now I'm watching to see if I have the anticipated refund that I'm supposed to be getting uh, on my shipping fees. Not a whole lot, seven bucks, but, you know, it was a service that I paid for that they did not provide. So I do finally have my stamp. I keep it <laughs> I keep it in this little plastic spam spam jar. Oh, Raleigh County, very good. I'm glad to connect with you. Where did you see my notice that I was going live this morning? Oh, freesteading, great. I you know, I really want to that to work. I really do. But I just don't see a lot from West Virginia out there. Um, do, are you connected with very many? Did did I ask to do a seed swap with you back a few weeks ago, a few months ago? I I checked. I was going to do a seed swap with somebody, but I never travel anywhere. <laughs> I'm right here with the chickens and the ducks and the dogs and the cats. But... Um, yeah, so I do, I have just a little backyard. I'm not a, an acreage. I'm a, kind of a suburban, um, not even really a homestead. I guess maybe loosely I fall in that category. Um, I have my chickens and I have my ducks for the eggs and I do sell the eggs. But I run a small B&B through Airbnb and through Direct Book here. And, um, you know, I, I can and I dehydrate and, you know, I store up and, and um and learn to do things, you know, sourdoughs and things like that. So I'm, I'm in that homestead category, just kind of on the edge of it, because I'm not big enough. In my mind, a homestead is acres, cows or goats or something like that, livestock. And I just have a handful of chickens and a couple ducks. <laughs> but uh, what are you, what do you do over there, uh, prepared mind? Do you have a large place there or just a little backyard place or kind of something in between? I'd love to know. So 
I keep my uh, notary stamp in a spam container. Several years ago, they had these novelty containers and you had a can of spam in them. And I've got a blue one and this yellow one. And it's the perfect size to keep my uh, stamp so that it doesn't get all gooey and icky. And I can carry it from place to place. And nobody, I mean, sometimes there are people who want to steal a notary stamp because you can forge stuff, you know, and you could have somebody sign, forge a signature. And then if, you, if you've stolen a notary stamp, you stamp it and then you forge the notary signature and um, make it all look really legal until and nobody knows until there's a lawsuit somewhere. Oh, I love carbs. Yes, I do too. I don't know. It's it's really a struggle for me. But I my weight's up so much now that I just have to, I've absolutely got to do something. I've got to get it down quickly enough that I'm able to walk far enough to, to walk for exercise. It's a shame. It's really a shame. And they're bad for you if they're the wrong kinds, <laughs> like donuts and cake. We're doing a... Um, a Bibles and brunch Bible study at my church and donuts and bagels and English muffins are a significant portion <laughs> of what we offer. We all try. That's the best we can do. Fall off, get back on, fall off, get back on. <laughs> but I'm glad, you know, I, 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 I'm glad to have this part, uh, the, the notary part of uh, my first of the year crisis resolved. This will allow me, I do a lot of uh, signings for um, finance companies, sometimes for real estate, sometimes for bank refinances. Generally, it relates to people who can't travel to a particular bank. Um, one of the best examples I give people is, you've seen those J.G. Wentworth commercials where people who get annuity, annual annuities, they want their money and they want it now. And you have to call them and fill out paperwork. Well, it's not the only thing I do, but it's one of the best examples that I can give of the type of thing that I do with my notary commission. So a company that works with JG Wentworth will contact me because I'm bonded and background checked and, and certified and all these other list of things that uh, I'm in Kanawha County. I'm in Kanawha County. Uh, list of things that um, they want, you know, and as for so I'm I'm someone who's uh, who's trustworthy and and met, checked all the boxes, so they'll they'll ship or email the documents to me. I'll contact the individual, set up an appointment, and I'll I'll carry those documents to them, walk them through getting them all signed, stamped, notarized, everything, and then I'll ship them back. And it's it's for a fee, obviously. So. Uh, I'm not sure. I don't check it very often in there. Oh, you know, I don't. There's the West Virginia uh, page for the, you know, they have all the states and then they have them for West Virginia. And there's very little activity going on there. Very little activity. And so I kind of fell off the habit of going to freesteading.com and posting and interacting there. Um, Spags had a... Um, post a couple days ago um, that I commented on and um, it had to do with 
genital mutilation of our children. And it, that's not the exact topic. And if you, those who are, are not, who are not familiar with freestanding.com, go there and look. Um, but it hasn't been very many years ago that we were throwing a fit because we were allowing female circus circumcisions in this country. And so we've gone in the short period of time, less than 10 years, less than 10 years from going from opposing female circumcision to promoting the conversion of our young daughters to men. And I don't want to spend a lot of time on that. I'm just going to say it's wrong, period. If our young people want to change genders, which you really can't do, you can change what you look like the gender people think you are then they need to be adult enough in the mind to make that decision and we have all kinds of laws on the books that says that children or people under the age of fill in the blank 18 you can't smoke and you can't drink you're not you're not smart and you're not developed enough in the mind to make that decision but you're developed enough in the mind to go from boy to girl or girl it, it doesn't make any sense. So I'm, I'm not going to spend too much time on that. Um, but I, co I commented on Spag's post that we have actually allowed this to begin uh, years ago when with the uh, child pageants, you know, the beautiful babies and uh, those kind of things that, that we started dressing up and painting up our little girls like hookers. So that they could win these pageants, and then we get a John Benet Ramsey type situation, and you know it's been coming on for a long time. West Virginia Prepared Minds says, "I have six acres and chickens, still developing raw land, slow but sure." There you go. That's how you win the race. Did shed to cabins, still working on fencing. Do a big garden. The rain killed me last year. Yeah, and I'm only there three to four days a week. Well, yeah, you, you know, we're actually, West Virginia is actually almost, by the amount of um, precipitation we get, we're almost in the rainforest category. And we forget that sometimes because we'll have three or four years of fairly dry and, you know, then we go and plant things and then we get, you know, the heavy rains. And um, it's like this year, it's... I, until I got the chickens and the ducks, I didn't pay attention to how damp the ground got, especially in the fall and the winter, because I wasn't in it. You know, once the grass stopped growing, I didn't, I didn't fool around with it. Once I started with the chickens and the ducks, I had to go out there all the time. So I'm trotting out in this, this damp ground and I'm killing the grass. It's becoming mud and poop. And I'm walking through this every day and it's like, oh my gosh. And I'm, there were points where I was slipping and falling. And so I had to move the coop to an area where there wasn't an incline so that I wouldn't slip and fall. And because <laughs> I, I fell like four times one week because it was just so wet out there, out back. But uh, yeah, we don't think about it. We don't think about it. But uh, we do have a lot of rain in West Virginia. Uh, precipitation, I should say, I guess, because uh, um it's not just rain, it's it's snow as well. We haven't had as much snow this year as we usually get yet. 
but we've got a couple months yet of, of winter and we almost always get that um, Easter snow that kills the magnolia tree in my grandmother's yard. Or it used to be my grandmother's yard. She's passed away a long time ago now. But, <clears throat> excuse me. That little bit of coffee went down the wrong way. <laughs> but uh, yeah, freesteading. I was over. I used to do a little bit. Over, I started over there doing quite a bit, and then I kind of. Um, fell away because there wasn't a lot of interaction between people from West Virginia, which it doesn't have to be, but I kind of want to connect with people just generally around here. I'm uh, not far from, uh, if you're coming towards Charleston, I'm not far off the turnpike at the last, last exit there at Shillian. A couple miles from there or so, depending on which direction you go. But um, so I, I'd like, it's there. I'm not aware of too many prepper or um, self-reliant type folks in my general vicinity. And I'd like to, I'd like to connect with them. I've got this thing popping up. I did a roll call in there before Christmas, but was shocked how few, but West Virginia has always been farmers. Yeah. Uh, very to ourselves and taking care of our family. Yeah. Very clannish, very clannish. Not the K clan, <laughs> the other kind, K clan too at one point, but but C clan, clanish. This country is growing evil. I'm afraid that God's left his protection hand from. Yeah, um, my short answer to those comment, those type of comments is I've read the end of the book, and we win. The problem with that is the stuff that happens between where we're at now in the book and getting to the end of the book. Um, we're not promised God's favor for eternity on this continent. It doesn't say that anywhere. You can try to stick things in here and say, oh, well, it's talking about this. It must mean the United States. We have been very blessed as a nation but you're right. We're making a lot of big mistakes. And one of the biggest mistakes is not standing up against this. Um, we have allowed the, um, we have taken the phrase, thou shalt not judge or don't judge lest you be judged to mean that we're not supposed to stand up against things that are wrong because I may be judging them. Well, we, we, judge people all the time the judgment that we're not supposed to do is the judgment of whether someone is actually uh, has an has a good relationship with the lord i can look at and, and we are to judge people by their fruits we know that we're told that we judge by the fruits which are, are the evidence of their relationship but we also have to remember that we're all flawed and we all sin and we all slip. So I can be going along the straight path to the narrow gate and then slip and then get back on. Do you meet me? Oh, good morning, Philippine Nomad. Do you meet me when I have slipped off the straight path 
before I get back on? Or do you meet me after I get back on? You know, do you know me from the point where I'm on the narrow path, the straight path, and I slip off and you see me get back on? So we have to be careful how we judge people. But yeah, mothers living through their little girls. Yes, yes. A cattle panel greenhouses this year to see if that helps. A cattle panel greenhouse. I don't guess I know what that is. Is that a style you buy or are you actually taking um, like the cattle gates and making a greenhouse? Prepared mind. Yeah, torrential rain. I think um, Philippine Nomad, I think Prepared Mind has a little bit of a delay. But I'm sure she'll say hello here in a minute. I'm glad to see you both there. It makes for a better conversation when there's somebody other than me here. <laughs> so um, we've just kind of generically, uh, Philippine Nomad, been talking about... Um, the um, condition of the country as far as um, uh, God is concerned and his protective hand. Um, I know over, <laughs> we, I, I don't, we, it, Spags is right, Spags unfiltered, Spags is right. We have to stand up. We like to talk the game. We like to talk big that um, that we're ready for this. And he uses the example of prepared with our weapons. And and are you actually willing to die for something? Are you going to stand up and 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 take aim at a government official? I think is is kind of the. And I'm paraphrasing because I can't exactly remember the uh, language in his post but <clears throat> my question right now is we like to we and then i mentioned this to him as well we like to say that we're christian we like to say that we're praying we pray that god will do this we pray that god will do that i hope god will uh fix this i hope god will fix that but we we stay home and stay behind the camera are we willing to go out and tell people they're wrong you know, are we going back to our churches or have we left the church? Because the church, I get that it's just, it's technically a building, but we are commanded through scripture to come together and to worship together and to support each other and to build each other up. And you do that in the church. Now, I get, I get it. Organized religion, your denominations have let us down greatly. They're going off in directions that I think if the Lord were here today, he would not know them. But the fix of that is for us to get our rear ends back to the buildings, back to the churches, and demand that they adhere to the scripture. And as long as we don't do that, our churches are going to be taken over by the 
and I believe evil spirits. I know people like to giggle when you say things like evil spirits, but you know, Satan has his followers. Satan has his spirit. Satan has his angels, you know, so it is definitely a good versus evil, you know, light versus dark. And I, and, and he's not afraid to go to church because he's going to go to church to distract and destroy because that is what his goal in life is to separate us from the Lord. Uh, yes, we still have the K-Clan in West Virginia. We, there's still the K-Clan in a lot of this country, but they're not as big as people. I mean, as far as the numbers, it's not the organization that it was back in the 30s and 40s and 50s. It's, it's a shadow of itself. But yes, it's still there and they can still do bad things. And there are tough times ahead. Yep. Yep. We're a bit chilly tonight. 14 Celsius, 56 Fahrenheit up here in the highlands of. Wow, I can't pronounce. I, my, I just absolutely have no. Give me the phonetics on that highlands of. Bajuia. I don't, I, I, is it a hard G like bag? It's, is it? Uh, innocent bloodshed. You're right. He is not happy. You're right. Uh, yeah, people are afraid. Well, there's the pol political correctness was the toe, the camel's toe, nose in the, in the tent. Uh, now it's the cancel culture. We, we've, we've sat back and yawned and rolled our eyes, and, and now it's the cancel culture. We're attending our church prayer meeting in person tomorrow night here in town. First time back since Christmas break party five weeks ago. Well, I hope, I hope it is a positive experience, Philippine Nomad. I know you told me that you guys were just getting, starting to get back into a, a new, um, a new congregation there. Bag, yeah, bag yo, bag yo. Okay, I get it. Thank you, thank you for sharing that. Now I know because I don't, you know, Appalachia is my native language, U.S. English is my second language. <laughs> That's as far as I go. I tried studying Mandarin, I did. I ordered the CDs for Mandarin and would listen to it on some of my long drives. Uh, for my signings and stuff the husband was listening to of course he drives an hour each direction for work and he was he did a lot better than i did of course he's just that way it, it just my brain was boiling i couldn't i absolutely couldn't it just was killing me but i i just couldn't do it i probably should have started with something a little simpler i um uh, i studied latin in high school like the dead latin not Spanish Latin um, and I did okay with that because a lot of you know it was it's the base of so many um, words it but I, I should have taken something like really useful like Spanish or French <laughs> and I'll just I don't have time trying to do all these other things I've got uh, telegram open and it's dinging and pinging and and blocking some of the comments that's killing me um, I, I have a Telegram account, but I don't have like a chat. 
And one of the things I was wondering while I was reading some of the ones that I followed today, because I'm on the um, Toolman Tim chat, the um, Liberty Meat chat, the Lots Project chat, and Nicole's Living Free in Tennessee, which I don't do a lot of interaction there because I, it's kind of, I, I kind of feel like an outsider looking in on that one because it's she's fairly specific to her area and the, the community there. But I, I, I do comment from time to time, but not very often. And I got to thinking, how much, how, you know, at what point do you open your own chat? Because I feel awkward posting in their chats that, hey, I'm going live. Because everybody just about has their own live. And uh, I don't want to step on somebody else's toes. And, you know, I'm new to all this. These are seasoned people. They've been doing it for years. And I haven't. And, you know, I don't want to seem like I'm, you know, stepping in where I, I shouldn't be. Churches are, no, well, not all the churches are corrupt. Some of the larger denominations have serious issues. Um, yeah, uh, prepared mind. Um, standing by the scriptures and you were stunned and many like to have their ears tickled. There's ear tickling and there are, you know, there's, there's, there's a reason that there are so many denomination. It's because people have different perspectives and uh, convictions on the scriptures. I'm struggling right now with my church. I have a little, little church here in town. I mean, we're down to three people attending. I mean, it's, it's really that bad. It's a pretty complicated backstory. Um, there was no plan to build the church. Then, and, and a lot of our members are in their 60s, 70s, and 80s, mostly 70s and 80s. They're ill. Uh, COVID has stopped them from coming out. They got used to staying home. We provided video, you know, live feed services. And and they're af some of them say they're afraid, but yet they go to Walmart. That's a story for a different day. Um, and so, and our pastor uh, is not in great health, so he was he was pulled back. He does, he only comes in and does our um, communion. I've taken the courses. I'm a lay leader at the church. I'm leading the services, and I have members who refuse to come because I'm a woman behind the pulpit. There are a lot of people who believe that women should not preach, and if they do have a message, they have to be covered by a male. I am not one of those people who believe that because I look at the New Testament and I see that Christ, not to make women better than men, but to level out the playing field, Christ went to women many times first. First. His first miracle was at the urging of his mother, a girl. Uh, he first appears to Mary outside the tomb a woman, and he tells her to go tell the others. He didn't say, you know, go to Peter and say, I think I have a message from the Lord. Is it okay that I tell? But he did, did you know, we, we don't see that in scripture. Uh, the woman at the well goes and tells people, come and meet the man who knows everything about me, you know, and, and those things. And 
I, I just think that Christ, I'm moving this a little bit because of a sunbeam going right dead on top of the camera lens. Um, I, I think he's, he's doing this and showing that women are as equipped to serve him as men are scripturally. And so I, I'm down, I've got people who won't come back to the church because of that. And I'm trying to work within, and of course the Methodist church, they have their problems, but they do recognize that women are capable and, and can qualify, you know, to preach. So uh, I'm working with some of the um, people at the district superintendent's office to try to do a, like it'd be like a, a church planting if you had no church, but kind of a replanting or second crop or however you want to look at it to rebuild the church. And I'm, I'm, there's a couple people that's supposed to be getting back to me and I'm going to be taking some other classes too. Um, Philippine nomad. I haven't spoken our ancestors, native Filipino tongue, Ilo Kano, since I was a first grader growing up here 50 years ago. You're a baptized Catholic raised a Protestant assembly of God and other charismatics on your mom's side. Ooh, that's a hard split, Philippine nomad. That's a hard split, Catholic Protestant, because, you know, we Protestants, we got some heartburn with some of the stuff Catholics do. Not that I don't, I don't question your salvation. If you were, if you have, you know, given yourself at some point in your adult mind or age of coming of age my you know i don't know what it is because catholics you'll baptize in very babies right and i don't know a whole lot about catholicism i do have a book on it but it i haven't read it um but in in the protestant church you have you can dedicate a child which is not the same as baptizing them and then they have to make the decision when they're grown whether they actually uh, want to be, want to um, be saved and so there's a lot of that Catholic stuff that but there's some there's you know the the Methodist churches they have a lot of the a uh, lot of similarities to the Catholic Church in some of their uh, church calendar and some of their um, traditions and stuff. I bristle at some of that. I kind of think, you know, like with prepared mind there, they want their ears tickled. Uh, the feeling of ceremony, pomp and ceremony makes people feel good. And that's not what we're supposed to be doing. I mean, it's good to feel good, but Christ doesn't give a, flying monkey about if you're wearing a gold shawl this week or a green shawl next week it doesn't he doesn't really care i don't think oh let's see assembly of god and other charismatics uh yeah and especially the charismatic protestants are are definitely catholics mom and grandma's brothers and sisters were serious bible thumpers and memorized scripture but not many truly living their faith most catholics are lax and marred marginated cradle to grave um there you can memorize i mean there is a a place for memorization of scripture um 
it helps you. I mean, it's it's good to be able to uh, recall it. Um, we do read in scripture that um, we need to have it. We need to have the words of God written on our heart because there may come a day when we have nothing else like, you know, no written Bible. Uh, but and it does lend credibility to people who can say, well, you know, if you go to first Peter chapter two, verse, you know, and then if as long as somebody goes and looks it up and, and makes, you know, fact checks you. But I think probably the biggest the biggest thing is to understand that there are rules that Christ expected us to live by commandments and um you know if christ said you don't eat apples then you don't eat apples you don't get to decide well he just meant we don't eat green apples no so i i believe that there are things that in the scripture and we accept in the new testament that the words of you know matthew mark luke john in the new testament these and these are the words as given to them by the holy spirit and that they are as valid as the words of christ so when you know paul says this you do this or you don't do this then you do and and you don't uh, and then faith without works kaput. Um, faith, faith is unseen. You know your faith. You know if um, if you're truly saved. You know if you honestly believe. The works are things that come by because of your faith because i believe uh, in the birth death and resurrection of christ and that he has commanded us to share the good news or the gospel to the four corner corners of the world i believe that's what i have to do because he told me i have to do that so I can do that in a number of ways. Are you going to see me do that? Maybe, maybe not. Um, perhaps I am wheelchair bound and can't go out to be a missionary, saying. But I can pray intercessory prayer. That is a work. That 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 is working to fulfill. That is. It doesn't have to be hammer nail. It doesn't have to be carrying the cake to the neighbor um, or fixing somebody's car for free. It can be those things. But, but we have to... It's not that not doing things will cause you to lose your faith. You lose your faith because you take your eyes off Christ. And... You allow yourself to be distracted. Now, we can become workaholics and get so busy doing things that we're not worshiping the Lord, if that makes sense. 
become so exhausted physically and emotionally that we're not reaching out to the Lord anymore. And then we tumble down this trail of, okay, you know, you've, you've got to, you've got to climb the mountain and, and see, and, and go to your place of solitude and, you know, be with the Lord. And, um, Oh, nice. This isn't Wednesday. The siren's going off at the elementary school, which is just a block from me. It just bumped once. Hmm. That doesn't make sense unless it was a mistake. I bet it was a mistake. Ah, oh, I bet it didn't go off. Yes. No, this is Friday. I bet it didn't go off Saturday, Wednesday. Watch me do this. I bet it didn't go off Wednesday and they just bumped it to see if it was going to work. Or maybe it was God saying, shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um... They will know we're Christians by our love. Yes, we can love people and still tell them they're wrong. <laughs> my whole my whole adulthood was telling my son, no, you're wrong. You know, I still love him. And we can love people who are in sin. Because kind of technically we all are. Um, we can love people who are actively participating in sin. But that doesn't mean that we validate their lifestyle. If, if my son, and today's his, by the way, today is his birthday. My son is 37 years old today. Happy birthday to my son, Douglas. If he, I, he won't see this or hear this, but. Just in case, happy birthday to my son, Douglas. 37 years ago today, I was going, well, at this time of day, he was born in, in at Fort Hood, Texas. So this is, uh, at this time of day, I'm waiting for a checkup. It's actually on a Monday uh, and an OBGYN checkup. I'd been home from the hospital three whole days because I was uh, kept in the hospital. I had a problematic pregnancy they let me go home on a friday i had to report on monday for a checkup they they about this time of the day they're telling me oh you're actually in labor so we're going to admit you and then he was born in the afternoon so yay happy birthday to my son but let's say for example and he's not uh, as far as i know my son has never dabbled in um you think you're not getting all of the comments i'm not sure it looks like Philippine Nomad is uh, also coming in on YouTube. So, and you don't think all of your comments are posting. It could possibly be. I'm not sure some of the um, glitchiness of some of these, maybe. But let's say that my son, for example, uh, Philippine Nomad, is using um, heroin. There's a lot of heroin use here in my area of West Virginia. It's really um, terrible. I don't hate my son. I don't love my son less. I'm going to tell him that this is not a good lifestyle. And I'm going to tell him why. Physically, emotionally, you know, and spiritually why it's not a good lifestyle. 
and I'm going to love him, but I don't approve of his lifestyle. I can love him and not approve. So at some point, it may very well be that a, a level of tough love has to kick in. That um, I may have to say, son, and it just depends on what's going on, but I may have to say, son, you, you can't come here as long as you're using heroin. If you want to get clean, I'll take you and whatever, but you can't, you can't be here if you're going to be using. So um, these are all things that we have to balance and we have to balance them not on the, what we think, but on prayer. We have to pray and we have to listen. We have to pray to the Lord for guidance and we have to listen to what he tells us. Um, another example of things is for some of the churches that are accepting everything and anything, regardless of whether it is um, scriptural or not, would you as a congregation accept a pastor behind the pulpit who is an active heroin user? And if the answer is no, then you have to think of other areas that we know are considered sin or abuse of the body and decide whether an active user or participant in that should be behind the pulpit and leading the church. That's going to be up to you guys. I know where I stand on that. I can't make or, or not make you guys hear me or agree. Uh, okay, I think I'm not getting all the comments. I don't think all of my comments are posting. Um, Christ had more than two commandments. Actually, Christ had quite a few commandments. And um, I don't know if I have a quick list to that. I had a giant list of the commandments of Christ. Um, and obviously to uh, spread the gospel was one of them. Let me see. Where is that? Here. This isn't the one I was looking for, but there are, there are 12 listed here on this cheat sheet that I have. I've got one that has a lot more. If you love me, keep my commandments. Uh, he that has my commandments and keep them. Uh, he it is that loves me. Uh, that's from uh, John 14. Um, well, the, keeping the commandments. Love one another. Um, that uh, you should spread the gospel. This is not the sheet I was looking for. I've got, uh, I've got pieces and parts of stuff that I, where I put them together that I, I just, um, what have I done with them?
clicks. This is, oh, wait a minute. I think that other one, mm, shoot. I hate when I click the wrong thing and then I have to wait for it to, to cancel it. Well, and it's getting about 10 till I, um, this is, this is not what I'm, I'm not getting to it really quick. And that's, that's my, well, I say my fault, but he actually, he had quite a few commandments, uh, and we're going in deep, y'all. Yeah, we're going in deep. Oh, Betty Ann. Hello and welcome. <laughs> um, I'm letting you down, girl, because I can't find my cheat sheet. I, there are more than two commandments of Christ. And, of course, love God and your neighbors. Um, and, and the commandment that we are to, to spread the gospel and to share uh, with everyone. But, um, you know... He also he also did not do away with the original uh, commandments of the Old Testament. And he has told us that he said he fulfills them. But he doesn't tell us that we don't have to not kill people, that we don't have to not steal from people. I mean, those things are still in place. Those things are still in place. Betty Ann, I don't have a whole lot more time. I'm glad you got in here. I'm glad you got in here. I got about 10 minutes or so. And it wasn't intended to be a, a gospel message today. That's. Uh, um, he full yes, he fulfilled them, but he didn't take them away. He, I mean, just because Christ came uh, and and died for us, doesn't mean we can go out and kill people. So it's still a sin to kill people. He just provides a way for us to repent, and um, especially us, those of us who are not Jewish, to be able to repent and receive salvation. You know. So you, you can't, you, we don't get to go steal and kill and commit adultery just because Christ has fulfilled the commandment. Those aren't, um, we have grace and, yeah, exactly. Repentance, grace and, yes, grace, yes. And the sacrifices were, in the Old Testament sacrifices, were a, a stopgap, you may call, you may say, until the coming of the Messiah. And of course, Christians believe that Christ is the Messiah. And so we believe, you know, that love God of all else. The second is your neighbor as yourself and these two commandments. Right. Yeah, it is. It is prepared mind. It is hard to get a, a full sentence type fast enough. And thank heavens there's only three of you guys on here right now. You know, on some of the chats, people have dozens of people and and they just, you know, it's hard. It's hard to keep up. I've watched it. It's really hard to keep up. So, yeah, I mean, it's um, that and that's these are these are things where this is kind of how it's hard um, when you when you have your differences in the denominations, because they each believe things just a little bit differently, you know, and whereas uh, some believe that. Uh, women shouldn't preach. Others believe that it's fine. You know, um, 
some believe that, I mean, here, this is an extreme, but the Appalachian snake handling churches, they have very hardcore beliefs about that. And the rest of us would rather not pick up a snake and test that particular spirit. <laughs> so um, it's, it's, it's been a very good conversation and, and I, I, I've had a great time with it. Um, even though I, I was I was mentioning at the beginning, I think I'm you know I'm, I've got a little bit of keto flu going on where I take have taken such a hard cut in the number of carbs that I've had in the last couple of days. I'm not technically uh, on the keto diet, but um, I have uh, really really cut hard uh, the the carbs that I've had. And considering how many I was consuming before, it's it's been a it's been a a tough a tough. Um, couple of days and this morning I just was have been really really tired um uh just just as I, I round some things off uh, up um finally seeing some daylight on in the chicken coop prepared mind I'm wondering how uh did you tell me you had chickens I think you told me you did have chickens um my I finally have all three color eggs now my leghorn I have one of the two girls is laying again I had a white egg out yesterday. They've been molting. Usually they're, they almost never miss. And, um, but they've been in the molt and when the chickens molt, they don't lay. I've had a brown egg for the last few days. So one of my ISA browns is laying. I, one of them went broody uh, last year a couple times and she, I didn't, she didn't lay after that. So I, I don't know if she got her insides messed up during that or, or, or what, but she didn't lay. Uh, I have three Easter eggers, or they they lay uh, green eggs is what they lay, and I've got two of them laying now. So they're not every day, but yesterday we did have three eggs, one of each color. So I know I've got uh, several of my girls were laying again. Eggs are almost gold these days. Eggs are almost gold. So um, the uh, ham technician classes in February, I'm still planning to do that. Um, I do have a Tiki Talk account. I kind of don't like the Tiki Talk. It's kind of really nasty. A lot of the stuff I'm seeing is really gross and inappropriate. And why they're showing it to me, I don't know. But I did start a Tiki Talk uh, account um, for myself. I think I'm going to split Holstein House off and do its own. But I'm not sure because I'm struggling to keep everything up now. But it, it kind of needs to have its own brand and its own stuff out there aside from mine. I, I might not do that. I don't I don't know yet. We'll see. I've got a new short up yes that I put up yesterday, a 30-second short for Holstein House. Um, just kind of advertising it and we'll see how that does. Another recipe falls today. Um, I did this uh, ebook. It's on um, Etsy for five bucks. Um and it's based, it's for very, very, very low income. I mean, these are soup-based meals, super meal ideas for tight budgets. Feed yourself and your family for less than $10 a day. I've got another, uh, the one that went up last week was a, a breakfast super scramble. So it was uh, scrambled eggs with uh, Fiesta Nacho Cheese Soup, which makes it a lot more hearty than just a scrambled egg. Today's um, video that should be up is Bean, bacon, and burger. It's a, nope, nope, that's next week's. That's the dinner one. Oh, where's the lunch? The lunch one is, where is it? 
It's a tomato cheese soup with tomato soup and, uh, yeah, the tomato soup and uh, Fiesta Nacho cheese soup. Ah, it's hard to see because of the glare. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sitting by a window. Um, this this also makes the soup a little more hearty and uh, more filling and just, you know, top it off with a little bit of cheese or some bacon. Serve it with crackers. It, it you know, a lot of times you eat soup and you're hungry shortly after again. Um, that lasts a little longer with you. Um, Got to run. Nice to, oh, good to see you later. Prepared mine. Great to, great to see you, hon. My handle is Phil Nomad Loco Estoy or just Mike. I'll never remember Philippine Nomad. I, I'll, I'll never remember that because it doesn't say Mike on there. That's why I won't remember it. Um, do, 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 do. I'm getting eggs now. They're gold. Yeah, yeah. She's had to go. By the way, how is that egg shortage going on over there? We also are having a similar agenda over here with the bird flu eggs. Well, yeah, we're struggling. Um, egg prices are up pretty high in some areas. Um, $6 a dozen or more, I think. I haven't bought any for a long time because I limed some last year. So I've had uh, eggs all along. We don't eat a lot through the week. So, you know, just on the weekends a little bit. Um, there are some that say that it's not really a bird flu epidemic type thing but having worked at the department of ag before i've i've seen the bird flu roll through and just devastate entire um facilities so yeah i believe it i believe we didn't have it in west virginia so much but we are um egg producing uh, uh facilities are up near our eastern panhandle i'm not i don't see a lot of news out of there much so uh but i do know depart our Agriculture Commissioner said that West Virginia did not have a reported uh, bird flu case last year. But, you know, what happens is these these production facilities are hit and you not only have to find incubated eggs, you have to hatch. They have to get hatched. You have to have the birds. The birds have to be six to nine months old, depending on the breed before they're laying. I mean, it takes a while to recover from a big hit like that. I think it's starting to come back a little bit. I I, I don't know how low that's going to go. The husband said he saw a story that they're still making, you know, several hundred times the cost profit. Um, maybe I'm wondering how much it's costing them to have to go back and, and rebuild, um, rebuild their livestock. But I, I don't know. I'm not in that deep. Um, for guests, if anybody happens to come by and stay, I've got a state map and a state parks guides that I will be giving to my guests free of charge um, if they would like to have them. I know some folks are just staying as they pass through. This state park guide is really neat. Um, I'm connected with our um, Department of Commerce and Tourism, and um, this goes. these books go through... Um, a lot of great things in West Virginia. So they'll be in the room for our guests. The uh, video on the meal, on the lunch is out there. Uh, it's my son's birthday. Let's see. Keto flu, eggs. 
I think that's all the big stuff that I wanted to touch base on, even though it was kind of unscripted because, you know, we did we did go off and spend so much time talking about the church and and the commandments of Christ and all that kind of stuff, which I'm glad to talk about anytime. I don't pretend to be an expert on it. I can only tell you from my experiences, readings and studies. So that those are my beliefs. Um, I'm going to call it here and we're going to finish up. My dad will be here in a little bit. He comes in every Friday. Well, if, if the weather's good, he comes here. If the weather's not that great. Oh, there goes the cuckoo. I misjudged my time. Ooh, I needed to be finished about 10 seconds sooner. <laughs> but um, uh, if the weather's good, dad comes here. If it's not, I go over there. He has an INR test that we do on Fridays uh, to check his Coumadin uh, dosages. And um, he'll be here for that soon. So I need to get uh, ready for that. It's not a big deal, but it's it's enough of a, you know, it's enough of a deal. But um, we will uh, chat with you again. I probably will put this up on fountain.fm as a podcast. And uh, if you want to listen to it, it'll be over there. I'll have links all over the place. So you guys take care. Have a good weekend. And I will be back with a live show on Tuesday. It's more scripted, though. Tuesday at 10 Eastern time. Get some rest, Mike. Get some rest. We'll see you again soon. Bye-bye. So there you have it. Post your comments, do all that boosting, liking, sharing, thumbs up, and stuff that helps spread the word and poke the algorithms. Follow me on most of the big social media platforms and look for my name, Robin Holstein, or Holstein House. Till next time, bye-bye.